Amen. Amen. Good morning and happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy How's everybody Sabbath. doing out there? Amen. Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Um, we're just so blessed to be here. We want to thank God for another Sabbath day. We've been having some issues already. It seems like there's one thing after the next, but at the end of the day, we pray that God will receive the glory. Um, there's a, just one announcement I want to share with you today. Just want to remind you on next week. Amen. Just want to get into that um, as we do our welcome and wishing everybody a happy, what, um, Wednesday. I mean, Wednesday? Sabbath. <laughs> Sabbath. Last exactly. Sabbath of the month. Of the month. Amen. Of February. Amen. Yeah. Of February. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> I know. Hey, but on next, on next week, we start our, um, our um, president um, perspective as um, we'll be having that uh, program going on. We'll still be here. Just want to remind you, we will still be here um, having our service here at Tabernacle of Praise. But at 12 o'clock, we'll have a special um, president perspective um, that will kick off one um, once a week, amen. So each each week we'll have a different president giving a different perspective. So we want to encourage you to be a part of that, amen. Um, and so we do want to welcome everybody. Welcome, 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 and happy birthday to those who have February birthdays. Happy birthdays! Happy birthdays! So, well, tomorrow's the last day of the month, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah twenty eight days. Mm -hmm. Twenty eight days. Exactly. Amen? Um, and so we want to wish everybody a happy, happy Sabbath. Um, happy birthdays, anniversaries for those that are exactly. celebrating. Amen. Wedding anniversaries. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, we know that God is still in the blessing business. Um, and so we do want to encourage you all, amen, as we continue to press towards the mark, um, to just invite a friend. Share this um, link. Um, let them know that we are here. Also, we have some information. I about was about Facebook. to say um, our Facebook is back up, but it's not the same Facebook. So I don't do this often, but if you go to my page, Melody. Thompson, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N, dash Fields. I have shared the link to our new Facebook, okay? So if you go there, you'll see the link there. And I'll even share it in um, the group on YouTube once I have a seat. Mm -hmm. But go there, share it, share it, share it, share it from YouTube, share it from Facebook. Hey, man, thank you so much. You know, we've been having some um, issues with our Facebook page. And so we're glad that we're able to get this back up and running. So please go ahead and press that share. Go ahead and pass the word along. Um, tell a friend, tell a foe, let them know Amen. that we're still up and running. We're pressing on. Amen. Um, and so we just want to thank everyone doing um, our, our top family, our guests, our friends, those that have been following us, those that have been um, checking in on us. We definitely appreciate all that you do. Amen. Amen. So at this time, we want to pass it over to Elder Carroll, um, where he will talk to us about um, ways that you can help in supporting this ministry. And I also understand that there's a special program tomorrow um, with our counseling session. So he'll, exactly. he'll, he'll share a little bit more about that with us. Elder Carroll. Thank you, Pastor. I appreciate that. Just wanted to let you all know before I get into the stewardship nugget that we're beginning our 12 steps to success program. And that's going to be for anyone who's looking for some assistance or some techniques or some encouragement to reach your goals for this year. And that starts tomorrow at 5 p.m. Uh, you can reach out to Lakita Carroll, Sister Carroll's uh, leading out in that. And you can reach her at L-A-W-E-L-C-H-01 at swbell.net. Or you can go to the Facebook page that Sister Fields just mentioned and look for the information there. Everyone is welcome. And it starts 5 p.m. tomorrow. That will be once 
per month for 12, uh, 12 sessions. In terms of our stewardship nugget today, I just want to mention, remind you that our stewardship is time, talent, temple, and treasure. We've spoken about the other three. I want to talk to you a little bit about treasure or income or wealth. Sometimes we think that wealth is evil. You know, Jesus mentioned that it's, easy, it's harder for a, or it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go to heaven. And so we tend to think that wealth is evil and that riches is a sure way to hell, but that's not what Jesus was talking about. In fact, wealth should be considered an entrusted talent from the Lord. Just like he gives us other talents, he gives us talent to manage wealth. And it's to be used unselfishly. That's the principle of wealth. Use it unselfishly. Don't just use it to buy yourself fancy things and to look cute in front of all your friends, but use it to help others. The, the principle behind it is that God is looking at our character. God wants to see what type of character will this person develop if I give them a lot of money or what type of character will they develop if I don't give them a lot of money. Either way, whether a person is rich or poor, their character is being shown whether or not that person will be fit for heaven. If God can't trust us with wealth here on earth, how's he going to trust us with the riches of heaven? The funds that God gives us in terms of talent of wealth is to be used to forward the church, not to be used, again, as I said, selfishly. Sometimes we wonder, why would God call it an unrighteous mammon then? Well, because the devil uses wealth. He uses wealth to ensnare us, to deceive us, and then to finally defeat us by using wealth unrighteously. It's not the money's not the problem. It's what we do with it is the problem. When God gives us a talent of wealth, we're to use it to forward his work, to help people who are in need, to share it with our brothers and sisters, and to use it for good works to uplift, not to tear down, and not to just hoard to ourselves. Wealth is a talent. It's one of the talents that God entrusts us with, just like the talents of time, temple, and uh, talent. Treasure is also one of those entrusted things that God expects to use wisely. I want to say thank you to everyone who has been honest and faithful in keeping up with the uh, returning faithful tithe and offering. We certainly appreciate it because the work does have to continue to go forward. You can return your honest tithe and offering at dollar sign TOP giving with the cash app. You can also return it or mail it to our treasurer, Sister Teresa Harris. Thank you so much for being an honest and faithful steward and a servant of God and friend to man. Amen and have a blessed Sabbath day. Amen. Thank you so much, Elder. Appreciate that. Amen. Um, we definitely want to thank God for each one that have been faithful in supporting this ministry and being faithful in your tithe and in your offering. Uh, but this is our reasonable um, duty, amen, um, to be faithful unto God as he is truly uh, faithful unto us. Um, and also just want to encourage you on tomorrow to be a part of that special counseling session. We do have our prayers coming in as my wife is writing those down. Um, but we want to encourage everyone to remember those individuals, individual families that, are, that have lost loved ones, um, those individuals that are still battling with health challenges, COVID, um, Elder Harris, amen. I want to keep him lifted up um, in prayer. 
Remember my family. Remember me. Amen. Um, much prayer, much power. Um, little prayer, little power. So we want to encourage everyone to um, just keep these prayers going. We have started our prayer journal uh, where we log these prayers down daily and weekly. And we even receive text messages throughout the week um, of prayers to be prayed for. Um, and so we encourage you to send those prayers in. Um, and each time you have prayer in your home, we just ask if you can just mention the prayer journals. Um, there are individuals that are around that are having some serious challenges. One, um, we have a, a young man that, that needs prayer traveling back and forth to Birmingham. Want to keep him lifted up, Brother Alexander. Want to keep him lifted up, amen. Um, and even see what we can do, amen, to help support um, individuals as they go through um, these difficult times. As we were mentioned, um, as it was mentioned, um, the um, stewardship and the stewardship piece, um, the time, our talent, our temple, um, we, we, we want to make sure um, that we utilize all those. So you may not be able to um, support an individual or support by way of your, your um, talent. Um, maybe you don't have the gift to sing or the gift of dance or, you know, uh, you're, you're limited in your talents. Uh, well, maybe you have the gift of time. Now, maybe you're able um, to bless somebody with a, a visit, bless somebody with um, taking them to the store, doing something of, on, on those lines, blessing somebody with just a, um, stopping by and just checking in or making a phone call. Um, and so, so we have something that we can bring to the body of Christ. And so we want to encourage everyone um, as we continue to press towards this mark um, that we use all of our talents, all of our temple and all of our time, amen? Um, all of our treasure, amen? You may not be able to give like the next person. It's not about equal giving. It's about equal sacrifice. We're all able to give um, one way or the other. And so as we continue to transition over to our prayer time, we're going to ask you to remember those things um, as we believe that God is a very present help in the time of storm. Um, and so as my wife is closing down, uh, writing those prayers down, amen, uh, we just want to ask that you too will remember um, each time we come before the Lord that he hears us when we pray. Um, it is prayer time. Amen. She has her typewriter going. I'm supposed to continue on here. Amen. <laughs> um, I, I hate filibustering, but, but again, we want to encourage everyone to be faithful, to continue um, to trust God, even when um, we can't trace him. For he knows exactly what we're doing. Um, he knows exactly um, where we are and what we need before. Thank you, honey. Um, before we are even in need of it. Amen. Um, and so we do have um, um, Sister Karen Lewis on prayer. Um, um, I believe this is um, Saudi. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Andre's cousin who was having surgery on Thursday. Amen. We also want to pray for um, her friend. Um, I believe this is um, Toya. Um, Williams, um, who's Tanya Williams, thank you, um, who's having, um, who, who, who's battling with cancer. Also, Daryl Alexander, um, want to pray for effective witness unto him, um, his family to gain, um, um, to, you know, to, to be a part of this earth made new. Um, we want to pray for him, pray for marriages all around. 
We also want to pray for uh, the people to be witness to and for her family. Sister Alvina wants prayer. Um, we ask that you would remember the Harris family in prayer, continue to watch and cover them. Um, we also want to remember um, the Robinson family, want to continue to lift them up. Uh, remember the Brown family. We know that God is still working um, on behalf of the family. And also we ask that we will be um, praying for um, the family of Sister um, um, Alfreda Williams. We want to keep her in prayer. She was penalized and also penalized on yesterday and also actually on, on yeah, yesterday and also want to remember the family of Dwayne Thompson, uh, who also um, we had his service on yesterday as well. Um, and so we ask that we, we will continue to cover um, all those that are having, um, that, have, that are dealing with loss, um, the Clark family, um, we ask that we would keep them in prayer as they will, we will be funeralizing Sister Clark on today. Um, and so we want to keep those families in prayer, those that are still battling with COVID. There is still a lot of hurt that is going on in our land. Um, and we know that, again, God is a very present help um, in the time of storm. So as this time, if we can just uh, bow our heads um, as we approach God in prayer, um, let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, our Savior, um, it is indeed a privilege and an honor um, to be able to open up our mouths and to be able to bless your name. Uh, we recognize, oh God, that we are not worthy. Uh, we recognize, oh God, that it is not by power, nor by might, but by your spirit, saith the Lord. And so we're here today, not because of good behavior, um, not because we um, crossed the finish line or because we've done some spectacular or some miraculous thing, uh, but we're here today uh, Father, because of you, because of your grace and because of your mercy, because you saw fit, oh God, to allow us to um, come up on this platform. And so as we gather here, recognizing how we got here, we want to say thank you, Father. Thank you for covering us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for watching over us as we laid down last night and as we rose this morning, understanding and knowing that it was not the alarm clock, but it was you, oh God. And so as we come, Father, we're just asking uh, for you to forgive us of our sins, asking, oh God, that you will cover us even now and help us to reflect you, Father, in everything we say and everything that we do, because we understand and know, Father God, that there is none like you. If you don't do it, Father, it cannot, shall not, will not get done. And so as we approach you, Father, and we're just asking right now in the name of Jesus that you will cover your children. We ask that you will be with Sister Karen Lewis, oh God, and her family. We ask that you will cover her sister, oh God. We ask that you will cover her cousins, oh God. Be with Andre in a very special way, oh God. We ask that you will watch over his cousin who was having surgery on this Thursday, oh God. We know that you are going before him. We know that you see what he is in need of. So we're praying right now as the physicians, oh God, that you will touch them, that you will guide their hands, that you will direct their thoughts and their minds, that you will not allow them to be easily distracted, but they will be able to focus in on the, on, on the 
on the um, task at hand. We also ask that you will watch over Sister Williams right now, oh God, who is dealing with cancer. Cover her and keep her right now. We ask that you will pour your hand, lay your healing hands upon her father let her know that you are still in the healing business so father do that for us in the name of jesus we're also praying in the name of jesus to be effective in our witnessing to our families as well as to our friends there are individuals oh god that are watching there are individuals oh god that see us as we go through our day today and so we're asking oh god that you will help us to reflect you in everything we say and in everything that we do we're asking you to do this, oh God, because again, if you don't do it, Father, it cannot and shall not get done. We pray right now in the name of Jesus for Brother Daryl Alexander, who is in need of your touch right now, who is also dealing with um, um, health challenges. We pray right now, Father, that you will guide him. We pray right now that you will direct him. We pray that you will surround him with people that will lift him up and that will encourage him. We ask that you would do this, oh God. We ask that you will be with all families and all marriages. We ask that you will cover our children right now. Be with our young people at Tabernacle of Praise. We ask that you will cover all of our young people, oh God, during the midst of this pandemic. This has been a very rough year, a very rough time, a rough season that we're um, that we're in right now. Father God, and then there is talk that it may even go longer. So Father, we pray right now that no matter how long it goes, that we will be able to stay rooted and grounded in what we know is true. We're asking, oh God, that although man says one thing, Father God, you have the final say. So Father God, even if, as the three Hebrew boys said, even if you choose to leave us here a little while longer, even if, Father God, you choose to allow the heat to be turned up just a little more, even if, oh God, we have to ride this way just a little bit further, even if, oh God, you have to take us by way of the crucible, even if, oh God, we have to experience experience, oh God, uh, uh, the wilderness, even if, oh God, we have to go by way of those different means, we know that we will not turn our backs, we will not give up, uh, we pray right now for staying power, so Father, cover us and keep us this day, we ask that you would be with Sister Alvina right now, we pray right now for all those in the name of Jesus that she has touched, those individuals that have crossed her path, we pray that her light will shine bright, we pray right now, oh God, for the Monroe family. We pray for Sister Gail. We ask that you will cover and keep their family right now in the name of Jesus. Stretch your loving arms around them. Let them know that you have them. Let them know that you are a keeper in the midst of all troubles. Again, we pray for the Harris family. Be with Dad Harris right now. We ask that you will lay your hands upon him. We pray for Michelle right now. We pray for Larry Cole right now. We ask that you will cover the children right now in the name of Jesus. Father, you are a great help, oh God. You are very much real in our lives today. And we are so thankful, so blessed, and so privileged to be able to know you. We ask right now that you will be with Sister Elaine in the name of Jesus, that you will cover her and her family, that you will let them see you right now, oh God, that you will walk with them, talk with them. Let them know, oh God, even now that they belong to you. I lift up before you my family and my friends in the name of Jesus. 
Cover and keep us as we worship you on this day, oh God. Many are many have questions, oh God. Many are skeptical, oh God. Many are in denial, oh God. But we believe in the name and in the power of prayer and in the power of Christ that you are able to turn this ship around, that you will make the crooked road straight. So we pray right now in the name of Jesus for your covering over us all. Be with the spoken word today. Be with the special music today, oh God. But at the end of the day, oh God, when we leave this platform, it is our prayer that we don't leave here the same way we came, but we leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. Thank you so much for what you've done, what you are doing, and what you are about to do. In Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen again. Amen. God is good. And all the time, God is good. It is indeed a blessing and an honor to be able to come before you on this day. Again, at this time, we want to be blessed by a musical uh, message, uh, by our song, uh, our, our ministry music uh, uh, person, by the way of Sister Beverly. Amen. So we want to ask that you would just be encouraged as you hear the words of this song. Be blessed. Hold on. Just a little while longer. I know that we've had a rough year, 2020, moved into 2021. But Christians, we know the end of the story. You read the book. We've been talking about Jesus is coming back. Just hold on. Everything will be alright.
so much sister beverly uh, for that um, musical selection that heartfelt um, musical selection we thank god for you amen um, and so we are just truly thankful for this time that we have together where we're able to just share in the word of god to be inspired not only through songs but i'm truly inspired through that selection amen um, but we want to um, continue on as we are inspired through um, the word of the Lord. So if you have your Bibles with you, if you can turn with me um, to the book of Luke, amen, the book of Luke, Dr. Luke, um, where we'll be having um, our scripture reading from today, Luke um, chapter 18, Luke chapter 18, we'll be reading that. Um, there it is on your screen, and I'll be reading that in your hearing here. It says Luke, um, in the book of Luke chapter 18, beginning with verse 1. Um, this is the parable of the persistent widow. Um, then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard men. Now there was a widow in that city. And she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. Uh, uh, and he would not for a while, uh, uh, for a while, turn to your neighbor and say for a while, for a while. For a while. Uh, uh, but afterward, he said within himself, turn to your neighbor and say within himself, within himself, within himself, thought. I do not fear God nor regard men. Yet because this widow uh, troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Uh, then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. 
Uh, this is what he said. He said, and, and, and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? Uh, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Somebody say speedily. 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 Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Uh, will he find faith on the earth? Today, I just want to talk to you, uh, as the title suggests, this the parable of the persistent widow. Let us pray. Uh, loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you uh, once again for allowing us to gather on this platform. Um, we thank you, Father, that you are hearing and that you hear and that you are answering our prayer. Speak now, O oh God, uh, that the people of God may be drawn closer to God. We bind Satan now, Lord, shackle him up, cast him out of our midst. Let no issues, no complications befall this time that we have with you. Now I must decrease that the power of God may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit in Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen again. Again, as always, I want to be mindful and be careful that I give God all praise, all honor, and all glory, which is due unto him. Uh, uh, not looking to the left nor to the right, but looking solely to him. And so as we look at Jesus's ministry, um, as Luke, Dr. Luke paints the picture, Jesus at this point has been very busy. Jesus has done a lot of healing. He's done a lot of cleansing, but most importantly, he, he was doing a lot of teaching. Uh, there are a lot of parables that are being taught here in the book of Luke. Uh, you have the parable of the lost son, the parable of the lost sheep. You have the parable of the unjust steward. You have all these parables. Jesus is spending a lot of time teaching and being uh, doing a lot of time of explaining. And so Jesus gets to the point here uh, of the place here in Luke chapter 18, where now he's beginning to share yet another parable. He's beginning now to teach them a little something about not just prayer, but ultimately about faith, about persistence, about being diligent and about not giving up. Uh, uh, he's beginning to share something. So now Jesus is beginning to talk to them about this parable of this widow, uh, of the parable of this widow and her persistence. And so Jesus starts out by saying uh, that there was this woman, that there was this judge, uh, uh, there was this judge and he began, uh, uh, he, he sat on the throne. Andre, you could throw that first slide up. Uh, uh, this judge, he sat on the throne. Uh, the young lady will come to him. She came to him. She had an issue. She had a problem. She had something going on in her life. There was an adversary. There was someone uh, uh, that was stalking her, someone that was out to get her. And so, Andre, if we can continue to move forward, uh, this young lady, uh, uh, she goes to the judge. She goes to him. She makes her plea before
before him. She goes to him. She tells him, look, there, there is an issue at hand. There is a problem. There is an adversary. There is an individual that is out to get me. There is an individual that is making my life difficult. There is an individual that has a problem with me. You may be able to relate to that. There is an individual, I, I, and the only one that is able to help me is you. But what he do? He sends her away. If we can progress forward, Andre, he sends her away. He tells her, now is not the day. Now is not the time. Uh, you need to go ahead on. And so the young lady goes away. But what I love about the story is, as we continue to move forward, the young lady didn't give up. The young lady, she came right back. The young lady came right back with the same plea. She began to share with the judge, listen, my brother, listen, judge, uh, you have to understand that there was some stuff going on in my life. There is some stuff that is taking place right now all around me. But what does the judge do? He dismisses her again as we move forward. The young judge, young judge he dismisses her again, but the young lady comes right back. The young lady never gives up. The young lady who remains nameless, she never stops up. And guess what happened? As we move a little further, as we go a little further, the young lady was so persistent. She was so she, she was so determined that she followed him through the courtyard. She followed him down the street. She watched him across the street. She followed him in the market. She followed him as he walked to walked his dog. She followed him all around. The young lady was so persistent that she didn't give up on trying to get her needs met. And as we move a little further, the judge got to the point to where he was perplexed, overwhelmed, where he realized at this point, I must do something. Oh, understand me, my brothers and sisters. He has gotten to a place now where he feels now I must do something. And guess what he said? This is what he said. It found right here, right here in verse in verse on five, right here in verse six, and right here, he says, hear, hear what the judge, hear what the unjust judge said. Jesus said, he said, I shall, he said, he said, and shall God not avenge his own elect, which cry out day in and day out, though bear long with them, though he bear long with them? The judge said, listen, I have to do something. This young lady is so persistent. She is so determined. And the young judge had to give in. Oh, yes. The young judge had to give in. The young lady was so determined. Thank you so much. Uh, the young lady was so determined that she gave in. She was blessed. She was excited. She threw her hands up and praised. The judge had to give in because the young lady was so persistent. The young lady was so persistent. You know, Jesus paints this picture uh, of this parable of this no-name woman. Now, well, have to stop and realize that this woman has no name. You have to realize that back then women were not sought of as valuable. Women, women, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of stories in the Bible uh, where you have uh, these women. Uh, you have the women with the, the woman with the issue of blood remain nameless. Uh, you Elijah, uh, uh, the woman that fed him remain nameless. 
you have uh, the woman uh, right there at the well uh, who remained nameless. And so there are a lot of uh, things that are going on. But what I want to pause, if you don't mind, just for a moment and just share with you a little bit. that Although these women uh, remain nameless, uh, uh, their story was so powerful. Uh, their story has so much value that their story has so much weight uh, uh, that, 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 that it was imperative that it make it to the scriptures. And so although you may be out there today and you may feel like you're nameless, you may feel like you're insignificant, you may feel like your life means nothing, you may feel like you're invaluable, you may feel like that everything you try to do, it seems like it just don't work out for your good. You've been praying for some things. You've been asking God for some things. You've been searching for, oh, I'm speaking to me right now. You've been looking for some things. You've been waiting on God to show up and you feel like you're small. You feel like you're in the background. You feel as though your life has no value, that it has no meaning. Oh, I just want to stop by here and share with somebody today. But just because you feel like you're insignificant, just although you may feel like you have no meaning, you may feel like you have no purpose. You may feel like the world is coming down on you. Oh, I just want to share with you today that although you may feel that way, that your life has value, that your story has purpose, that your story has power. Even in the midst of a pandemic, your story has power. Enemies may come at you on left side and on the right side, but your story has a power. This young woman, Amen. The, the, Jesus says this, this here widow uh, left all, by, all, all alone. Uh, this widow had some stuff going on in her world. And the only person that was able to help her, she felt, was this judge. And I love the way Jesus set it up. I love the way Jesus tells the parable because Jesus makes some things very clear. Uh, and first of all, he, he, he talks about how this young woman uh, who was a widow, he made it very clear that she was a widow. Amen. And I want us to just pause right there for a minute. We're going we're gonna to keep it moving. But, but, but he made sure that we understand understand that this was a widow because you have to understand as I mentioned a moment ago uh, that that that, that uh, women were held at a very low standard during those times so by him saying she was a widow meant that there was nobody else in her corner mama couldn't help her daddy couldn't help her brothers or sisters she was left all alone, she was a widow. She may have had somebody at one point. She may have had somebody that loved her at one point, but today no one loves her. No one cares about her. She's left all alone. And Jesus made it very clear that although she was a widow, she had something. Amen. She had something. You see, the parable of the widow's persistence is introduced as a parable about prayer and not losing heart. Amen. It's about prayer and not giving up and not losing heart. The moves and then it moves on into a place that starts to talk about a little justice because now the sister, she comes to Jesus. She talks about prayer. She comes to him. She lays her plea. It talks about her not giving 
giving up, but then the story moves on to her justice. Now she's looking for some justice. Why is she looking for justice? Because now she's the, the enemy have had his foot on her throat and on her neck for so long. Now she's looking for some justice because the laws that are laid out in the land are not set up for her. Oh, are you following me? Oh, just stick with me a little while longer. She's looking for some justice, the kind of justice that would give her equal opportunity, that put her on the same level as her counterparts. Are you walking with me today? She's looking for a little justice, a justice that says that when she walk into our office space, that everybody in there will view her like everybody else. They're not looking at the color of her skin. Are you walking with me today? They're not looking at the texture of her hair. Are you walking with me today? They're not looking at if she's pronouncing her verbs right, if she's putting her sentences right. They're not looking at her skin tone. They're not looking at her location, her geographical location, but they see her as an individual, as a person, as a child of God. She needs a little justice. Amen. She needs someone to fight on her behalf. And so we move to the justice. But then I love the way Jesus sets it all up. It ends with the story or the question, if you will. Jesus asks the question now, will he find faith when he returns? And so it begins with this introduction of the judge who neither fears God nor respects people. And we have to understand this wasn't just an ordinary. He made it very clear, this judge did, he made it very clear that he could care less about you, that he could care less about me. This judge made it very clear that I can care, I don't care about my own family. All I care about is me. This judge was ruthless. Uh, this judge had no respect of person. This judge could care less about your name, your pedigree. This judge could care less about how long you've been in the church or uh, even your connection with God. Uh, this judge right here could care less about who you know, who's in your phone contact. This judge could care less about, I'm going to go old school, who's in your Rolodex. Come on, somebody. This judge right here, he could he bar none. To the point makes you wonder why did he even how did he even get in the position with that type of attitude well if i could just put a pin right there sometimes we get positions and we have every intent on doing the right thing but sometimes we get in positions and we lose our way that's why we have to be careful about the things that we pray for and not get mad at god when he don't come through because it very well may be that god is trying to save you from yourself come on now you know if you get that car that you've been praying for that you will ride all past everybody Oh, come on now. You know what I'm talking about. If you get that job, you're already struggling with your offering. Now you will struggle even harder. And so sometimes God has to hold stuff back from us because we'll get into a position and we'll find ourselves just like this judge where we have lost our way. We forgot about God. We forgot about the church. We forgot about friends. Oh, we have arrived now. And this judge is displaying the character of one who has just arrived. 
So Luke mentions this number of widow in the ministry of Jesus. As I mentioned earlier, there were several widows, and I believe that Jesus understood. Jesus poured into the widows. Jesus poured into the ladies, amen, into the women, those that were marginalized, those that were without, those that society saw as a sidekick, those that society just pushed to the side, those individuals that society just stepped over. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Come on in the room and let's just have a little conversation right now because you may know somebody, you may even be that somebody where society has stepped over you, has society saw you, you've been on the job longer than everybody else, but yet they bring individuals on the job and they have you train them for a position that is higher than yours. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. They do it all the time, but I'm, I understand that my Jesus, he socialized with those that were marginalized. Jesus recognized that the poor widow has given more than all the other wealth in the book of Hosea, amen. I mean, the book of Elijah. Elijah uh, went out, amen, and God said, listen, I need you to go, amen, to the widow. And the widow gave everything she had. She emptied her cupboard just to fix him something to eat. And then there's another widow, amen, who gave everything in the offering, gave everything in the offering. But yet we still see women as though they're nothing. We still, even in the church, we're fighting over women's ordination. You know, I've heard it said before, and I must say it's true, uh, that women pray more than men. Amen. And uh, our brother's gonna stone me, bread brothers, brother's gonna get on me. But 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 you know when I when I when I when I when I go back in my mind, I'm always hearing stories of a praying grandmother. Oh, y'all not gonna help me with that one. Oh yeah, y'all not gonna help me with that one. I'm always hearing about a praying mama. I always tell my story and I always give my testimony about how I was literally prayed in the church, my sister and a band of women my Lord. literally prayed me into this church. So I get it. I understand. I know, brothers, we have some work to do because we, when a brother prays, you ask a brother to pray for you. The brother's prayer goes something like, Father, I ask that you will cover uh, brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so. I ask that you will walk with them, keep them safe, protect and lay your hands upon them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I appreciate that prayer, man. I know that God heard that prayer. But oh, when you ask one of the sisters to pray for you, oh, I'm in trouble now. Oh, when you ask one of the sisters to pray for you, the sisters praying in the kitchen, the sisters praying in the back room, the sisters are kicking off shoes, the sisters are praying in the living room, the sisters is calling all of angels, they praying and they slaying demons. The sisters going to a place of prayer. Hallelujah. That's a good different than the way men go in. And I love to pray. I believe I'm one of the praying pastors on the planet Earth. Come on, somebody. And I don't mind praying, but I realize that it's something about our sisters. That when they pray, heaven moves. Amen. All we have to understand, my brothers and sisters, that as this young woman, as she continued to pray, as she continued to, uh, uh, to seek uh, a relief, as she continued, amen, to call on this judge 
for relief. Jesus is making the example. He's building the case to let us know that when we are praying for some things, oh, I feel my help right there, that when we're asking God for some things, you may get a no one time. You may even get a no two times. Oh, but when you are persistent, oh, when you just continue to approach God, because even ah, even the unjust judge, he realizes that even God, when you call on him, that he answers, that even God, if you call on him, that he will answer, that God will step in, even the unjust judge recognize that. How much more do you think God will show up on your behalf? I know you've been praying for a minute. I know you've been battling with that disease for a while. I know you've been battling financially for a long time. And it seemed like this is your story. This is your song. It seemed like all the day long you're struggling with finances. You're struggling with children. You want to see your son in the church. You want to see your son off a of crack. I know you've been praying. God knows you've been praying. But sometimes we have to be persistent in our prayer. And even when it seems like that there is a shut door, we have to understand that when we come to heaven, when God's children come to him in prayer, that the hinges on the door are blown off. There are no hinges on heaven's door. When God's children approach his throne, you can come boldly to the throne of God because God's says, uh, if you would just seek my faith, yes, Lord. turn from your wicked ways, yes, Lord. then will I in heaven hear your voice and hear your land. Yes, Lord. Amen. If my people who are called by my name will just simply pray. This young woman, she never gave up. This young woman, she never stopped. And so while the parable is framed by reference to prayer and faith, the emphasis is on verses three through eight. Uh, it, it, it is on justice uh, and it's also on how it figures in the confrontation between the valuable justice seekers and the unjust power leaders. Amen. So powerful and just God takes the place of the unjust judge in the end, granting justice to his vulnerable chosen ones who cry out to him day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, my brothers and sisters, we must understand that God is that Jesus lays his foundation about prayer, but you have to recognize the shift. See, too many times we go to the leaders of this land looking for answers. Too many times we're looking for the stimulus, and I ain't mad at the stimulus come on somebody. Too many times we're looking for our blessings in all of the wrong places, and we have to understand, my brothers and sisters, come on in here just a little bit closer. We have to understand um, that when you give your life to Christ, uh, that he is in control of everything about you. So if God shuts the door on something, we cannot get mad. Mm, we cannot get mad uh, and look side-eyed at God uh, because God has held something back from us because the Bible tells me uh, that all things work together for the good of them uh, who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. We have to continue to trust God, even when we can't trace God. So crying out with a loud voice, Jesus addresses the Father and commands his spirit to him just before even he breathed his last breath. Jesus held on. 
Jesus held on. The same day and night as Jesus went through, as Jesus went through uh, 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 his last moments on this earth, Jesus held on. Jesus understood the persistence in prayer. But even if it feels like God is not listening or God don't hear you, because Jesus, if anybody understands, if anybody can recognize, Jesus recognized. Jesus understood. Yes, Jesus understands. Because as he laid on the cross, the Bible says he cried out, Father, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Why have you turned your back on me? Jesus understands my brothers and sisters he, Thank you, Lord. he see everything that goes on that's why jesus ends with the story of with a question uh, with a question that reaches beyond the cross and the tomb and even the resurrection uh, and all the way into our future he ends with the question he ends by simply saying when the son of man come will he find faith on earth. Have we gotten to the point where we've been in situations and circumstances so long where we have lost our faith? Have we lost faith? We have to understand that we may find ourselves in situations longer than just a week, even in this pandemic. When this thing first started, it was understood that it was only going to be for just a few months. And then you heard that it was going to be for just a year. And now in 2021, we're hearing that there's a possibility that it may go yet another year. Will God find faith when he returns? Oh, have you lost sight of the reason why we're here? Oh, I love the fact that God understands us better than we understand ourselves. That Jesus understands that we have to be persistent. And you may not get it immediately. It may not come right now. Mm -hmm. The old folk used to say he may not come when you want him. But he'll come right on time. But he's always on time. I'm so glad that he shows up when he shows up. Oh, yes. I'm so glad that he comes in when he comes in. I want to end with this right here. I remember a time, amen. We were waiting on a breakthrough to come. I was waiting on a on a on a, on a position, waiting uh, on a job, and and I remember I wasn't sure how it was going to unfold. I, I I was I I was I was waiting and and waiting and and, and to the point where uh, I began to become a little discouraged. But oh, God knows exactly when to step in. Yes, I remember. Uh, I, I was in Barron Springs and I was praying for this job. I was waiting on a job and I've shared this story before. I don't mind sharing it again. Uh, and, and, I, and I needed that job. I felt like I had to have that job. And, and, and I was praying and I was searching and I was seeking and I was looking. And God revealed to me why I didn't need that job at that point. Because I had gotten to a place uh, uh, it was, should I say it like this? It had got so hot outside where, where I began to think about other things. <laughs> I began to think about my life in the past. I began to think about drinking. 
And God at that point reminded me why I didn't have that job. Mm -hmm. And I was so thankful that God did not allow me to have money in my pocket at that point. Because there was a great possibility I would have done something wrong with it. And you may be out there listening, wondering why God hadn't showed up. I know I've been there. I'm there now. I'm looking for God. We're all looking for something from God. If you're not looking for, 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 for God, if, if you're not looking for, for something from God, then I, 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 maybe, maybe you've already been translated. But I'm still looking for some things from God. And I believe you're out there looking for some things from God as well. And all I'm saying to you, real simple, as we talked about the persistence of this widow being persistence in the midst of a pandemic, the question that we have to ask ourselves today is that no matter how long it takes, will God find faith in you? Will he find faith? Will he find you still faithful, even if he don't show up? Even if he don't remove the adversary out of your life, even if he don't give you the victory over your cancer, even if he don't give you victory over lupus, even if he don't give you victory over your struggle in finances, even though he don't give you the victory over your children, what if God don't give you the victory? Will he find faith? Mm. But oh, I love the story because you have to understand that God is not a God that he turns his back on his children. See, this is what we have to understand. That although it takes a minute, and sometimes it takes two minutes, God has an answer to your situation. Yeah, I'm just asking you to be faithful, to continue to trust God. Don't second guess God. Don't, don't, don't second guess him. But continue to trust him. And continue to believe in it. And he'll bring you to the end. Father God, again, we thank you once again for what you said and what you're doing and what you're about to do. Father, we're all going through something. As I mentioned last week, either we're going into a fire, we're in the fire, or maybe we're coming out of the fire. But we're all experiencing the fire. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking you, God, that you will help us to be to remain faithful, to remain faithful to the very end, being persistent, but bring about that faithfulness mm -hmm. only when we don't give up. So I pray, oh, God, that you will help us to trust you when we can't trace you and to believe in you, oh, God, when everything around us is unbelievable. Forgive us again of our sins, we pray in Jesus name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. God bless you. Thank you again for joining in with us. I pray that something was said that would draw you closer to our Lord and Savior. And until we meet again, stay faithful until the end. God bless you and happy Sabbath.